Hi, everyone. It's Carly. This week on the Comfy with Carly podcast, I had the privilege and opportunity to have a wonderful and open conversation with Haley Seigert. We tackle and dive deep into the world of boundaries, how to set them, how to change them, because spoiler alert, you can change your boundaries, and also how to handle those that don't respect your boundaries. This conversation was so amazing that I really did not want to cut it short. So instead, I decided to take this episode and this conversation with Haley and turn it into a two-parter. I hope you enjoy part one of two of Let's Get Comfy with Creating Boundaries. Welcome one and all to the Comfy with Carly podcast, where we will work to unravel a variety of intimate topics and learn to lean into the discomfort in a brave and safe space. So grab a blanket, settle in, and let's get comfy together. Welcome back to the Comfy with Carly podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me, and I'm so excited to have her here. I have Haley Seikert with me. Haley and I have been friends for as long as I can remember. And then I had the exciting opportunity to welcome Haley into my family when she married my cousin. How crazy is that? Carly and I literally... We danced together when we were like five years old. We probably have the same old little costumes in our closets in the basement somewhere. And then, yes, I fell in love with her cousin, and now we're family. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a full circle crazy story that we like to share. Yeah, it really is. We have pictures that we flip through, and we're like, oh, my goodness. Yes. Little Carly and Haley, yes. and that's and before Justin. Right, your favorite claim to fame is that you knew me first. Yes. And she loves to tell that to my husband and say she was mine first. So, and here we are today. Yes, many years later. Yeah. So Haley has an amazing and super important topic to share with everyone today. Um, This is something that you can implement in every aspect of your life and definitely takes practice. And Haley is really good at doing this. So today we're going to be talking about boundaries. Yes. Yes, boundaries. I I get so excited when I called Carly this morning and we were talking about, about like what we're going to do today. We were, I was just so excited because literally it's my top 10, like favorite topic of conversations because boundaries have really changed my life for the positive, And I love to talk about them whenever I possibly can. And thank you, Carly, for having me on to talk about boundaries because I, I was thinking about like what qualifies me to talk about boundaries because I am not a therapist. I, I don't have a degree. Like it's not something that I have that I have a piece of paper that says I'm qualified to talk about this, but but I have done years of seeing and figuring out what boundaries work for me and what doesn't work for me and I've done them the right way and I've done them the wrong way and I've seen therapists of my own and you know kind of as you do throughout your life to get ideas from different people about Mm -hmm. how to implement boundaries differently and I've figured out what works for me and what doesn't work for me so why aren't I qualified to talk about it I 100% am and it's okay to toot your own horn when you know you're good at something and this is something that I've I feel that I have mastered and obviously we always can learn more, but oh my God, I love talking boundaries. They're, they're so, they're great. Yeah. It's, you know, a word that I think everyone knows, right? We know we should be setting boundaries in our workplace with our family, with our friends, 
with ourselves, but it's a really hard word to define. So can you tell us what, you know, setting these boundaries has meant to you? Yes, absolutely. So a big thing that I like think people need to know about boundaries is they're not bad. Setting a boundary does not mean that you're cutting someone off. It doesn't mean that you don't want to have a relationship with them. It doesn't mean that you want to establish a line in your relationship that says it can't go any further. That's the complete opposite of boundaries. Boundaries are often so that we can improve our relationships, so that we have more time to give to our relationships, so that we can show up more present and able and willing when we have the time to devote to the other in our world. We want to make sure that we're showing up fully and presently. And if we're not setting boundaries in our lives, in other aspects of our world, with our coworkers, with our friends, with our family, then we might not be showing up as presently as we want to when it counts for the people that we need to. So that's a huge thing about boundaries. What are they? And they're to help us feel more safe and secure in our relationships and knowing that we chose to show up where we want to and when we need to. A lot of times in the world that we're happening in right now, where things are in technology, like your phone dings, you look at it. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't necessarily have the emotional capacity or the space or literally the energy to look at our phone every single time it dings and like setting a boundary with yourself of maybe, okay, I'm not going to look at my phone this hour or I'm putting my phone on silent when I'm at this family dinner on Friday. That's a simple example of boundaries where you're making a decision to choose something that will benefit you and further your relationships. So a great question. Um, and I think it also needs to be said that, um, Boundaries are not like a tool to like manipulate people around you. A lot of times I'm like, oh, I have this boundary. And I say the word boundary, like with my friends and family, and they kind of get this look on their face, like, oh, like you're trying to change your relationship with them for the negative. Like, is everything okay over there? Like, are you sure? Yeah. And I'm sure in your life, Carly, you can relate that like setting a boundary doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to set something off for the negative in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I think personally, most of the times if I have to reflect, um, when I've set boundaries, it's been to better my relationship or it's been because this relationship is not great for me and the other person. Um, So often, even though you're setting that boundary for yourself, it can be helpful towards your relationship with other people and the way you interact. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. And a great example is I'm a realtor and realtors are always on call. I don't have a desk that I sit at nine to five. Mm-hmm. And when I leave, that's when I'm done for the day. That's not my job. Right. But I need to make a very distinguished line for myself of when I'm going to be working with my clients and when I'm not going to be working with my clients, if, I, if I'm if i at a family dinner, you better believe I don't have my laptop with me and I'm not ready and willing to answer a phone call right there. But at the same time, it also works for my clients because if I were at a really busy dinner party and my 
client is trying to reach me and they want my full attention and I answer right there and it's loud in the background and I'm not entirely paying attention to them, am I benefiting our relationship as them as my client and me as their sales professional? Not really. They're probably going to hang up the phone and be like, what was up with that girl? Like, it was loud in the background. She wasn't really paying attention to me. She hurried me off the phone. And is that because I didn't respect the boundary of I shouldn't answer the phone right now? I'm not going to give 100%. And Carly, I know that, like, we were talking about that boundaries are not just for your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Yeah. Or your mother, whoever it may be. Yeah. Like it can be for your boss. It can, yes. It can be for your babysitter. Like, you're fine. Yes. Like, I'm not answering the call right now. Text me if it's an emergency, you know? Yes. So. Yes. And I think that's important to emphasize because I think when you say the word boundary, a lot of people leap, right, to with my significant other, with friends, with family, but it goes beyond that. And, you know, you're talking about not working the normal nine to five job. And that's the same with me with therapy. And I'll share, I'm struggling with creating that boundary. Mm -hmm. I, you know, as most, if not all therapists really care about their clients and I think about them. So when a client reach out, reaches out to me outside of their session time, do I have the capacity to respond to this? You know, I care and I want to be there for them, but I'm also a person right? and I have things going on. Exactly. So that is definitely something I'm learning and boundaries can be rigid. They can be flexible and they can be ever changing. And I love that you said that they're ever changing because just because you set a boundary with someone doesn't mean it's there forever. Yeah. Like if you don't like that boundary, undo it. Big deal. Yeah. And they also can be very temporary and it can be as little as, you know what, Carly, I have an exam coming up this next weekend. I am not answering my phone mm-hmm. after five o'clock because that's my study time. And I've set that time aside for myself so that I can succeed in my life. And yeah. it's okay to do that. It's okay to do that. And like you said, there's different types of boundaries. There's physical boundaries. Like you can say out loud, you know what, I don't want to be touched right now. I'm I'm not doing hugs. And it's weird to say out loud, but like if someone said to me, I'm not doing hugs today, I'd be like, oh God, thanks so much for telling me that. I'm a touchy feeling person and I would have jumped on you. And I like, yeah, exactly. And I think that specific one too, people are getting more used to because of the pandemic. So it's become more normal for people to verbalize that boundary, like I am not doing handshakes, I am only doing, I don't know, elbow bumps, whatever they're called. Bumps, I'm not bumps. doing hugs. Yeah. So that's become more normal. But prior to the pandemic, it probably was really awkward for people to say, like, please, I'm not shaking hands, I'm not yes. hugging. So I'm glad that's become more normal for people to talk about yeah, that physical boundary. And I have people that have said to me, you know, I don't, I've never set a boundary before. And I'm like, but you have. Yes. Like, I know for a fact that you weren't letting people in your home during the pandemic. That is a boundary. That yes. was something that you were not okay with. You, for whatever reason, you know, COVID or not COVID, you didn't want people in your house for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. You set that limit. You expressed it out loud and you followed it. 
Yes. That is a boundary. And it was for your benefit, right? Yeah. And for the benefit of other people and other relationships that you have. Because maybe you had somebody in your COVID circle that you didn't want to get somebody sick. So you set a boundary with, you know, another group of friends to make sure you protect your inner circle. And that's an example of a very physical boundary. You could see the boundary. It was a door. Yes. You cross the door, you pass the boundary. And there's different types of boundaries that we have. There's emotional boundaries. You know, I don't feel like talking about this right now. Is it okay if we focus on your new puppy? Oh my God, he's so cute. Yes. Like that's an example of an emotional boundary. And there's also spiritual boundaries, you know, about belief systems and at work. Do you really want to start talking about your religion and what you believe? And it, it's okay yeah. to change the subject and say, I'd really rather talk about, you know, the project we have coming up or whatever it may be. And there's very many different types of boundaries. And a big boundary that I think people forget to establish is their time. And yes. that is what you were referencing, Carly, about, you know, I'm a therapist and I'm always on call. When, when is it my client's turn and when is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the time boundary <clears throat> is one that we do naturally. Like when you work, if we're talking about the typical nine to five job, when you shut your laptop or you leave the office, you created a time boundary. You're no longer working. Absolutely. And even if, you know, that example is partially you setting a boundary and partially like the career you chose and the office and, you know, you're done at five, leave. Right. But that's a boundary you've done that you probably are not even realizing is a boundary. Yeah. Setting your away message at work. Saying, yes. I'm away for the weekend. If you need something, text my assistant. Boundary. Yes. Beautiful boundary. Gorgeous, yes. easy to respect boundary that protects your time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was talking with some friends the other day and they were just, they looked exhausted. And I was like, you know, what's going on? And they're saying, you know, my boss keeps calling me and I, I didn't go to bed on time. And those are examples of if you're feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed and you're looking at not having enough time in your day, then it's probably important for you to take a second, literally get out a piece of paper and say, what time is for myself? Whether that's exercising or meal prepping or literally sitting on a couch, watching Netflix, scrolling on your phone, if that's the time that you need, set it aside for yourself and make sure that you're respecting what you need to thrive in your life and in your relationships. If not, you're going to show up a little less than 100%, which we do all the time. It's yeah. life. It's never perfect. But if you have the ability to set aside that time for yourself and set that time boundary, whether it's literally setting an alarm on your phone and, and saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not answering calls right now. Yeah. Or um, just little tiny examples of what time means for you, especially in terms of where you're looking to succeed in your life. Like, what are your goals? Is your goal, like Carly, I know for a fact that you worked your butt off to get this doctorate degree that you're working towards. And I, I 
I bet that you had time boundaries where you said, this is my time to focus on my career right now. And I bet you had to dodge calls. You had to not answer texts. You had to go to the library where no one's allowed to contact you. Yes. The best feature, I have an iPhone, do not disturb feature, (laughs) is amazing. Um, It allows, for those who don't know, emergencies. So if someone is trying to contact you and they are calling you multiple times for an emergency, because if you're someone you know, like me, that is, oh, if I turn my phone off and there's an emergency, how is someone going to reach me? It allows emergency calls and people who are really trying to reach you to get through, but silences text messages and notifications. And one of the things I do tell my clients and something I did with myself too, when it came to boundaries and like you're saying, you know, I'm setting this time is scheduling it in your phone. Like it's an appointment. It goes off and you can send a reminder an hour before. Okay. Well, in an hour from now is my time, my time to do school, my time to do this, whatever you scheduled, you have to wrap up whatever you're doing in the next hour. And now this is your appointment. The same way it's a doctor's appointment you show up, a therapist's appointment you show up. It's your, it's your appointment. It's me time. It's me time. I love it's me time. Love some me time. What do you do in your me time, Carly? In my me time, I spend a lot of time with my dogs and on my couch. I feel like just the nature of my job and because I'm in school, I'm in front of a screen a lot. Yeah. And so naturally, I'm drawn to another screen, like the television. Right. But I definitely, it's like blue, isn't it? It is. Like you're, if you're looking away, it goes straight back. Like yes. it's drawing you in. What is that? They, I something in the water. Something, something with the screens. Yeah. The bright. I mean, there's a reason that even like children are very drawn into yes. screens. It's yeah. And you know what I think it is? I think it helps us decompress and give us the time to. Time again. There's that word. Yeah. The time to not have to think and show up for other people. It yes. like it literally is like a trance almost. And I think that's why. I mean, it's addicting for many other reasons. We can all agree about that. I mean, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but um, I think that's a huge thing. And which brings me to that could be a hint that you might need to set a boundary with your time if you're exhausted and you're like, if you sit down at the end of the day. And you're like, oh, everyone takes that big breath, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you get a text message from somebody and you take that big breath, that could be a sign that you need to set a boundary for whatever reason you feel overwhelmed in that moment. And is that person approaching into your space without you giving them permission to do so? Mm-hmm. That's a question you need to ask yourself. Yes. And I think, you know, what sparked there for me was recognizing how to draw that boundary. So if someone is texting you and you are listening to your body, because I talk a lot about that and you're noticing, you know, that loud sigh, the anxiety, whatever, you know, frustration, um, sensation coming in your body, how to draw that boundary and, uh, you know, recognizing the person on the other end didn't mean to make you frustrated. Right. They texted you to see how your day was. They texted you to let you know of X, Y, and Z they aren't aware that you had a really like crappy day and this text was kind of like the last straw. I need to kind of isolate for the rest of the night. Yes. And I think, which brings me to another point, which Mm -hmm. it's okay to say your boundary out loud. Like that person doesn't know how you're feeling. And the odds are, if you're in a healthy 
relationship where you respect each other and you want each other to thrive, they want to know your boundary. They want to hear, I had a rough day today. I need some time to myself. A great example is I'm a new mom Mm -hmm. and um, I had my baby the whole day and I usually talk with my stepmom over the phone at nighttime to talk about her days and see like how everything's going. And she texted me like, can you talk? Like, you know, it's, it's our usual time. And I said, I need time to myself right now. It's me time. I'm chilling on my couch and it's great. And she said, good for you. That's an example of somebody respecting your boundary and of encouraging you to respect yourself and the time that you have for yourself. Yeah. And And I'm sure she was feeling, you know, sad she didn't get to catch up with you that day. Yeah. But so proud of you for verbalizing, this is what I need in this moment. Yeah. So not only is it okay to say it out loud, but also ask for support. Ask for support from the people in your family or your friends and say, even accountability, you know what, I'm setting yeah. aside time for myself to exercise in the morning. If I, if you see me like texting you or on Instagram, messaging you from this time to this time, that means that I'm not setting the boundary that I had for myself and not respecting the time that I need for myself to improve my health Yeah, and have them help set you accountable to your boundaries and be like, aren't you supposed to be on the elliptical right now? Yes. Like, I love that. I, you know, I think so often we put pressure on ourselves and we also talk about, you know, support systems, but this is a great way to use your support system beyond what pops into your head when you hear the word support system. Your support system is there to help you push you to be your most authentic and best self. And the only way to do that is to draw boundaries. I'm not going to lie. You have to draw boundaries in your life. Yes, you have to. You have to. And not everyone's going to agree with you. And that's a big, fat okay. And my favorite example of this is Regina George when she wants the girls to go out with her and she's making her rounds. And what does she get? Someone says, I can't come out. (laughs) I'm sick, right? Yeah. And what does Regina George say? She says, boo, you whore. Why did she say that? She didn't like the boundary that was set. And you better believe that people are going to boo you, whore you, or whatever that is. Yes. And I'm pointing that term because I can't believe how many times where I say, I'm not drinking tonight. And someone says, oh, boo you, whore. Like, what? You win. What? You know, and it's a boundary that they're not respecting. Or even if it's, you know what, my, I'm not feeling that well. I'm not, I have to cancel our plans. And sticking up for yourself and your time and your emotional and physical health if you're sick, people are going to give you the big fat, "Eh, really? You can't come? Are you sure? Like, why don't you study later? Why don't you do your me time on the weekend? Like, this is our only time together. I need you right now. And people are going to disagree. And I want everyone in the world to know that when you start setting boundaries, People are going to disagree with you and it's okay to feel that guilt, but sit with it and keep your boundary. You're going to feel guilty when you start saying no to your family and friends because you love them. Yes. And this goes back to where we were in the beginning, Carly. Boundaries are not being mean. They're not, you're not trying to push people away. You're trying to better your relationships and the people in your life might not understand that in the beginning. And they might think that you're doing it to push them away. And 
sometimes there are boundaries where we do need to push people away a little bit because they're not respecting our space. And that's okay. My, I just watched, oh, what just came out on Netflix? Monster-in-Law. Yes. With Jennifer Lopez. This is a great example. Yes. Where the mother-in-law is just not getting the hint. She's like, wear this, be there, say this, calling multiple times a day. That's a great example of when you need to establish a boundary to make sure somebody is respecting you in your time and Mm -hmm. literally pushing them away a little bit to help further your relationship. Because was, I don't, I don't know her name in that movie, but was Jennifer Lopez going to respect her mother-in-law if she kept calling a hundred times a day? Like, no. no. No, right? There'd be a, I mean, I don't have a mother-in-law, but I would imagine there'd be a point where those feelings of guilt turn into resentment. Exactly. Where they turn into, I no longer really even want to have any sort of relationship with you. Yeah, you feel like smothered a little bit. Yeah. The smother-in-law. The smother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they. Term? I want to say that's what they call it in that movie. If not, it's from another show. And if anyone out there knows what it's from, please let me know because now it's going to bother me. <laughs> right, right, and that's a, a clue that you might need to set a boundary if you're being smothered by anyone. Yes. Your boss, your boyfriend, like maybe he's checking in on you too many times, and at first it was cute, and now you're feeling feeling like a little smothered, and it's okay to be like. I got this like I'm okay I'll check in on you like whatever we need to do and make sure you're advocating for yourself because maybe the boyfriend in that scenario didn't know that he was smothering you and he didn't know you were feeling that way and had you not said it out loud maybe you would have started to resent each other just like you said Carly and it's so true because when we don't address things it builds up yes and I uh, that sparked too that you know understanding that the boundaries like we talked about can be forever changing. So at a beginning of a relationship, if we're talking about the partner checking in on you, maybe for the first two months, that was great. Like you're talking about, it was cute. It was adorable. You loved it. And now you're more established in your relationship. You're feeling more secure and you just don't need, I don't know, a check-in eight times a day, maybe once a day. So that's the, you know, the boundaries ever changing for you and your relationship. And I do want to ask, you know, how do you handle when someone doesn't meet your boundary with acceptance? Keep it. What's that in that movie where they're like, I'm going to do it even harder. Like, what is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Bring it on came to mind, but that so is not right. But I feel like they did in that movie too. (laughs) And so first I want to ask you to check in on that relationship. Why is that person not respecting your boundary? And maybe ask them, like, hey, like, this is important to me and I would love your help, you know, sticking to the things that are important to me for my job or whatever it is. Is there a reason why this upset you? Like, straight up ask them. And if they're not willing and they don't give you a good answer where it ultimately comes back to supporting you, I want you to question that relationship. Say, If I don't have you in my life to support me, even when it's inconvenient for you, Mm -hmm. do you actually have my best intentions? And if someone repeatedly is not respecting your boundaries, so let's go back to the the monster law. Yeah. Or, and if they're 
consistently calling all day long and not respecting that boundary and you've said something and you said first of all you don't have to say anything if if turn off your phone don't answer and like set the standard that way or whatever but if they're consistently they don't want you doing things you know without telling you they feel like you're rejecting them if they are otherwise not supporting your values and your passions and they're picking fights with you about well why did why I disagree with this. You should be able you should be coming here every Sunday. That's what we've done our whole life. You know, yeah. or like families examples that have trouble letting go of their kids. And I want even if it's your parent, even if it's your husband, I want you to question, are they not supporting me right now? And if they are not supporting you, then you need to question your relationship. And I'm not saying end your relationship. I'm not saying that you have to completely exile them. But I want you to question what your relationship is going to look like in the future. Because if you are not surrounded with people who are constantly and consistently supporting you, your time, your boundaries, your relationships, and your goals that you have for yourself... You need to take a good, hard look in the mirror and figure out, is this something I want to continue? There's a difference between a healthy relationship and an unhealthy relationship. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that mutual aspect of a relationship. So, you know, you said a friend saying, I need you right now. Well, they're not respecting your boundaries either. So if you're constantly showing up for your friend that always needs you, they're not showing up for you when you need yourself either. So there's not that mutual um, and reciprocal relationship going on. And that's what a relationship should be. A relationship should never be one-sided. And we know that it fluctuates with the percentage. So you might need to show up for your friend way more than they show up for you at certain times and vice versa. But it should never always only be one-sided. Yes. And so, like, going back to what you said, if someone kind of questions your boundary and you you kind of talk about it, it's okay to say, you know what? We usually hug every time we see each other. And I'm going through something right now. And if you wouldn't mind, can we do a novel bump or just wave? Like, a lot of times people want to hear you say that. And they're like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I just got back from the gym. I don't want to hug you either. Like, yeah, they can totally relate to you. But that's when you know you're in a healthy relationship that you're you're communicating with that person. You're respectful of them. You're trusting what they have to say. You're trusting that they're not setting the boundary to push you away. You're being honest with them. You you have equalness. Like I call you when you need me and you call me when I need you and we respect each other when we can't answer the phone in that time. And you're also enjoying personal space away from each other. Those are all signs that you're in a healthy relationship. Now, an unhealthy relationship is you're not communicating. You're not talking about your problems. You're being disrespectful. You're not trusting. You're suspicious. You're questioning them. Well, are you hiding something from me if you don't want to talk to me right now? And are are you, is there something going on? Are you cheating at me? Like all these crazy things that can pop in. That's an example of an unhealthy relationship where one person is trying to keep control. And so boundaries are you taking control of the time that you have in your life and of what you are willing to give up of your our emotional cup right i know you talk to patients all the time about at the beginning of the day 
you wake up with your cup and it's full and throughout the day your boss needs you you pour some out you your you know your husband needs a hug he had a bad day you might need to pour some out a little bit and your cup gets smaller and smaller and so is this person not respecting your boundary are they taking too much of your cup like are you pouring too much on that person and you need to claim some of that space back by setting a very hard firm boundary so i love that you asked me what happens if someone's not respecting it yeah because that's definitely going to happen especially if you're first time drawing that boundary with that person and they're not used to it yeah so if you're going to george you yeah i'm claiming that term yeah i love that george you all day long and say boo you whore you're rejecting me you know get ready for it put on your buns Thank you for tuning into episode one of two of Let's Get Comfy with Creating Boundaries. Haley is doing an amazing job teaching us how to create boundaries and how to overcome those Regina Georges in our life. Tune in next week for a continued conversation in the language of boundaries and learn what Haley is drawn to when she needs a little extra comfy in her life. Until then, just remember, no is a complete sentence and you can start creating those boundaries for yourself now. Mm -hmm.